never prolific, but he was always more than that, just about his goals. You know, wasn't embarrassed with the ball at his feet. Very accomplished player. Maybe even a touch underrated. Subscribe now to the OTB Football Podcast stream wherever you get your podcasts and download the OTB Sports app. OTB AM with Gillette Labs. Get the ultimate shave or your money back. Neon Night Edition, available now. Alright, you're very welcome along. I want to say it's Wednesday morning, the 17th of May. I think it might be. Straight out of the bat, things are better than yesterday. Shane is here. Morning, a lot of things. Nathan is here. Hey, Jer. Uh, it's half seven. I'm going to quickly run through the newspaper headlines for you this morning. Uh, this is, this is a, a, a lovely story on the back of um, Manchester United... Oh, sorry, Manchester City... Freudian slip. Make some noise. Successful though they are, Walker City must win Champions League to be compared to neighbours United's great teams of the past. But he also says that he wants to do it for the owner. Let me get this exact headline for you here. Um, where is it? Anyway, one of the one of the tabloids has captured it best. You, you, you said you were starting better yesterday than yesterday, but I think uh, I think you'll find. He tried. Somewhat shambolic. Yeah. Shake a leg. Wow. Shake a leg. Very good. Let's KO Real and win big prize for the owner, says Kyle. That's what everybody's doing. Plucky underdogs, Manchester City. They need to do it for their gazillionaire owner. Well, listen, good guys, yeah. Has there ever been a more rallying... Uh, do it for Abu Dhabi! In the, in the build-up to a massive game against the greatest team in European football history? See, they're really, 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 really... I know you're all very rich. This guy's really, 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 really rich. Let's do it for him. Let's make him happy. He deserves it for making us all really, really, really rich. Now, maybe that is actually... The, the leaders in the dressing room are, you know, early hand is there. I remember my dad playing for this club when it was nothing, and I, I want them to grow. I want them to be... I, I, this, this is what... This is our destiny. And Kyle's like, see the rich guy who pays all our wages and made us all millionaires? Let's just do it for him. <laughs> Look, uh, here's the thing. Maybe footballers are motivated by that, you know? We'll get even richer. Did he mention the fans? Did he say we want to do it to the fans, no? Or was it just the owner? I'm sure, I'm sure he mentioned the fans. Listen, Kyle, Kyle likes a night out, as we know. And maybe Kyle was out one night and he met the Sheikh and the Sheikh is like, you boys win the Champions League. You can have many more nights out. It's going to be a big bonus. Uh, he's still as fast. There's a graphic in the papers today. Kyle Walker's still as fast now as he ever was. Mm. Like literally running the same top speeds that he ever did. Which is very impressive, and he would be as fast as close enough to Jesse Owens in a hundred meter race. Not bad. It's probably Jeez. why Jesse Owens was going a bit longer. Uh, yeah, the analysis of the game last week was strange in that the stats said that Vinicius never uh, got round Kyle Walker. Yet mm. on watching it, Vinicius ripped him to pieces. So he just never ran. He never out-sprinted him. He just went a different route. Uh, but you'd have to expect that tonight City go with something very similar to last week. Just go with maybe the exact same team uh, as last week. And yeah, I cannot wait for this one. Last night felt like somebody else's party watching the Milan derby where you know there's just such an obsession with the Premier League and knowing everything about it where like the demand for the tickets was what, 10 times greater for uh, the Milan derbies. And it was just of such importance to everybody in that stadium. Yeah. And AC just fell so flat again. They were somewhat better last night, but Inter always uh, had them at arm's length. And it is so strange watching that Inter team. 
I won't say uh, misfits in the Premier League because obviously Eden Jacob was uh, pretty good, very very good yeah. Premier League player. Now you're watching Lautaro Martinez. Lautaro Martinez could end up with World Cup and Champions League, and never has a man stung to join out more at the World Cup finals than Lautaro Martinez. One of ten people in football history to be able to do that. I mean, Got the goal last night. Exclusive club. Should, keeper should have done better though, Mike Mania. Yeah, it looked as though he wasn't expecting them to hit us uh, at the near post. Yeah. It was one of those where it sort of dipped because it maybe didn't have quite as mm. much power as you would have thought. Wasn't ready. Um, so, uh, O'Rourke blast at Hurling Snobberies. This is Carlo Kane carrying our story from OTBAM yesterday where we spoke with Colin O'Rourke. You can get that podcast in the OTBGA feed. Uh, Don Logue's comments have really ignited a, a massive conversation. Which it's such a strange comment to have a needless pop at the Talchin Cup when, in a lot of ways, those Talchin Cup counties are those hurling counties outside of the top eight. Uh, okay, everybody's a bit uh, touchy though, aren't they? Everybody's a little bit touchy. Hurling people? Well, I, would, uh, um, I mean, football people are the ones who are touchy in this instance. It's like, it, it is literally the also-rounds from the top tier. I don't think the Gaelic football has the, the snobbery that, that hurling has. Are you sure? Are you well, sure? Physician heal thyself. I mean... Oh, Clonus, it's the greatest thing of all time. Yeah, oh, Clonus. But football people... Nothing but Clonus. All Clonus. No, no, no. Yeah. Football people love and watch hurling. Like, you, you'd sit down and absolutely watch an unbelievable hurling match. But would hurling people sit down and watch... A Mayo football match? Carry, uh, I'd say Mayo Carey, everyone's going to watch you, except... Oh, yeah, Diego, oh, I see what I you did there, Shane. Yeah. I like to watch it, but... But you can't afford it. Um, <laughs> the other big story in the last uh, 12, 14 hours or so um, is that Roy Gallagher has resigned as Derry football manager in the wake of their Ulster title victory at the weekend. He had originally stepped aside for last Sunday's encounter. This is carried in all the papers today. Gallagher gone is how they reported on the back page of the mail. On the front page, it's Gallagher resigns as Derry boss after abuse allegations. And it, as I said, it's carried in all of the newspapers this morning. So... Um, so we wait and see how that story plays out um, and then the other one is second legacy this is Pep right City have already made history now it's time for the second legacy oh, my legacy is secure I'm already great says Pep but like if he doesn't win a Champions League with Manchester City with all the money with the whole situation fixed the way it has been for him and I mean like they, they got the backroom uh uh, football directors and all the transfers done in advance of him coming for a couple of years. They built the project basically to his specifications. And if he doesn't win the Champions League, it is a massive letdown. It is a failure. Is it? Uh, or has, a, he, has the football been so good at points you're like, well, what's the point of this? Yeah, well, the resources that they have available, they should be winning a Champions League, but it's obviously a good thing for the sport that they're not always winning every single Champions League that the little guy Real Madrid still has a chance exactly. mm. on a night like this I, to be as dominant as they've been in English football for as long as they've been without winning a Champions League and the fact that they have collapsed in such calamitous ways through the years the fact that he goes to a Champions League final and doesn't play Rodri you know, overthinking it is the most overused word in the papers today yeah, I think there would be a, a massive element of failure, as there is every year they don't win a Premier League title. Like You're looking at Arsenal this year going, if Manchester City don't win the league with Erling Haaland, mm. and the amount of investment that has gone in, and the depth that they have, a depth that... Like, you look at the weekend again, where they're bringing in Foden, Mares, Alvarez. Like, I could sit here and make an argument, I think Foden and Mares are the two players who should be starting every game, but they're coming in for Jack Grealish and Bernardo Silva, who are probably going to be in the team of the season. Like, if you have that level of depth and talent, absolutely they should be winning a Champions League. But you can still lose a one-off game. That's the thing. So uh, maybe I mean but they've lost them in such ridiculous fashion at times over the last couple of years, and to such inferior opposition along the way. Like at, at various stages, yeah, failure. Games, right? Failure may not be losing tonight. Failure will be winning tonight and not winning the final. Yeah, 
His legacy does rest on this, doesn't it? The treble. Like, well, I think immortality. Footballing immortality no, rests on this. Look, uh, yeah, that's a Man United centric. Exactly. No. Like, this is the only thing in football that matters. Like, he, 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 uh, yeah. beat, like, he beat Jose Mourinho's Real Madrid 5 0 while his team played the greatest football we've ever seen. Yeah, but if he can't win a Champions League with a team with the money that's pumped into it as Man City, like, then surely you have to question. Yeah, but he might win it next year. He might win it next year, but I mean. How many more years can Pep go for? He took the year out to learn his German and go off to Bayern. He, he likes his his relaxation as well. Surely he, he can't just go, He's still go. pretty young, right? In terms yeah. of football management, he's still relatively young, considering that lots of managers, you know, mm. are way older. Look at Big Sam, still going at 68. Bit of time off, though. Look at Roy Hodgson. Is Pep yeah. the constitution of Big Sam? I'd say Pep's constitution might be a bit better than uh, Big Sam's. <laughs> Less of the pints of wine. Mm. I mean, you know, the occasional cigar here and there. A few tipsy appearances on, on telly. The other thing that's happened over Man United or over the night uh, overnight is Manchester United related. The bidding war for Manchester United took an extraordinary twist as Sheikh Jassim bin Hamad Al Thani slapped in a last ditch bid. So this is exactly what you want when you're having an auction. You want somebody just at the last minute to go. I've got it, eight billion or whatever it is. We don't know the exact numbers, but he did make a final take it or leave it offer. Uh, two and a half weeks after the deadline had closed. These are all fake deadlines anyway. Yeah, they are. And you do wonder how much of this is a charade that at the end of it, they end up selling to Qatar and that the Glazers... Listen, we tried our best. We we didn't want to have to do this. We spoke to Jim Radcliffe. We engaged in the process for as long as we possibed could. We didn't even want to leave in the first place. But you forced us to. We we had no choice in the end because these guys just came in and and made by far and away the best offer. So you kept disrupting our games. You 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 gave us abuse. All we did was like load the club with debt and give all the managers all the money that's what we did it's 100% of the club though the Qataris want which the Glazers don't want to sell so do they so not would you to, would you they? prefer would you prefer uh, that Jim Radcliffe owns 75% and the Glazers keep the other 25% or Qatar own 100% that is Sophie's choice like that is that's pretty difficult. I, I, How is it difficult? Well, every United fan wants the Glazers out, but United fans with morals don't want Qatari investment because they've given out about other clubs coming in and they've looked at Man City and Newcastle, the Saudis, and raised eyebrows at it. Why did the Man United fans not organise to try and buy this themselves? With their, like, 600 tr- trillion fans around the world. <laughs> was, there, was there nobody with the brain power to be able to do something to create a, a, a movement of people? Well, Ratcliffe's a United fan. He can... He can take it. Yeah, but he's not going like, to... Oh, I know. I mean, uh, it's like, oh, he's a good chemical guy. Oh, it's great. He's great for the environment. Is there, there's no issues here. We have no problems with this. There's going to be issues with any of these rich people that come in and buy football yeah, clubs. Yeah, exactly. Like, exactly. But there's different levels of issues. Yeah. Right. I mean, are there, though, really? Are all issues not just issues? Uh, okay, Milan Derby. Inter's first Champions League final since uh, 2010. I have a pop quiz for you. Oh. Nathan. Oh, God. Name, nah, football man. Name yeah. the manager, who they played, what was the score, and who scored? What's the question? Inter, 2010. Jose Mourinho. Who scored? For Inter Milan. What was the score? In the 2010... I mean, even I know this. Go on. I, I, don't, I don't understand what the questioning is. Well, give me all the details of the Champions League final in 2010. Uh, Jose Mourinho won in 2010. Jose all Mourinho. I remember is that they beat Barcelona. <laughs> did he score? Did, did Mourinho score? Okay, he, Mourinho yeah. did not score, Come but on, they beat Barcelona. Who yeah. scored? There's a player scored, scored Oh, Bayern Munich is the correct answer. They beat Barcelona in the semi-final, was it? Beat Bayern Munich in the final? Yes, that was the messy one, wasn't it? Over two legs? Yeah. Diego... Mourinho sliding, I'm being told. Melito. Melito with the goal. 
Well, both goals. What? How many? Two. Two nil, yeah? Two. Mm. There you go. Good man. Right. Wow. Is that right, yeah? Yeah, yeah, apparently so. Yeah. Take that. Uh, that. That was the first Saturday night Champions League final. Yeah. 2010. It was a good move. Uh, yeah, it was a good it's move. Sense. It's a good move. Just 13 years ago. A little bit concerned about the political situation in uh, Turkey at the moment. The elections last weekend. Never paid as much attention to a, an election in Turkey. The nuances of it. And whether or not we're going to have a runoff. The runoff will be in uh, 13 days, I think. Well, it's always concerning when UEFA put out a statement going, we're not concerned about this. Yeah. <laughs> last year's final went really well, so what, what could possibly go wrong? Yeah. Uh, Istanbul, great city. Looking forward to going. Bit concerned now that it might you not happen there. I am going, yeah. Oh. Why do you think he's talking about it in such a way? Wow, right. Uh, right, you were, you were there for the flares and or the the, uh, the badness in Paris, so you've experienced well, was he? hostility. Was he? Yeah, I think he was in a different part. I wasn't. I was. I was strolling through and getting tear gassed. Right. Oh yeah. I was. I wasn't. I wasn't prawn sandwiching it. Okay. No. Down with the. Down with the. Yeah, the, the normal people. Oh wow! Shots fired. <laughs> Out of nowhere. Did he just assume that? Yeah. He did. Yeah. Oh wow. Uh, well, if anybody has any prawn sandwich tickets, I would uh, yeah, happily yeah. take them. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I am actually still on the hunt for tickets, but if anybody, uh, you know, I don't. I don't like to use the platform that we have here. The way everybody else seems to do that from time to time. Well, go on ahead. Do it. Uh, Michael says United fans and morals had to give up that battle 20 years ago it is what it is at this stage football is globalised now so it tracks the capital to reflect that uh, Pat Dorgan says as a Man United fan this morning I for one welcome our new oil overlords and hope Bruno takes note of Kyle Walker's battle cry for next year uh, yeah in, in the, you know, if, if they still have the opportunity to make a battle cries uh, in the middle of May well sorry the Man United friend group that I have uh, there's probably like eight or nine United fans and they're all split down the middle come on bring in the oil money don't care have no morals doesn't matter as long as it's money and then the rest of them are like no 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 we can't I mean this is so I think United supporters very much split in the well I, I'm, I'm glad that some of them feel that way because yeah. that, that's progress I think um, from how most football fans have felt in the past a World Cup winners medal and a Champions League runners up medal for Martinez in the space of six months impressive says Phil Gerrard who I think might be our lone Man City fan uh, Luton Town in the playoff final nine years ago they win the Conference League says James Linsky somebody else done a piece on Brighton nearly gone out of business in mm. um, uh, 99 or 2000 2002 and uh, there was a petition that a lot of people signed and brought to Downing Street and they just stayed in the league so I'm thinking about that and I'm thinking about Wrexham going it's not beyond the bounds possibility that Wrexham are a Premier League club in 10 years no, absolutely move slowly up the ranks spend more money than everybody else like it's not this great underdog story their no. wage budget is far greater it and doesn't have to be that slowly either their owners have plenty of connections I'm sure who can bring further investment into the club if but you're a rich American again you're going well this is the fifth most famous team in America right now so Manchester City have just bought another club in um, Brazil is it 12 or 14 or whatever club number of clubs mm. they own around the world Aston Villa are buying one in uh Egypt and somewhere else and they're launching that model I and mean, it was Holland maybe like if you're one of those super clubs and you're looking at getting a bit of publicity for one of your star 17 or 18 year olds you would think long and hard about saying yeah we will send them to Wrexham no problems because they're going to be very famous at the end of mm. that mm. and so you can easily get so one of the players who isn't going to make it who you think is going to be like uh, you know they're not going to make it to Man City but they might make it to our American team or our Australian team and have a really good career there stick them in Wrexham as an 18 year old they could be good enough to play fourth tier football and then all of a sudden their transfer value is increased because when they arrive at the club season ticket sales go up the next season for mid-tier team there's loads of ways that they can get good players for not very much 
Yeah, look, that's what, uh, you know, Luton, uh, their lone players are very important to getting them promoted. Obviously, from the fourth tier. Do you want to be sticking 18-year-olds on into fourth tier? It may not uh, suit them. But, yeah, the, there's definitely a model for Wrexham to progress very quickly. I, tonight, it's Middlesbrough against Coventry. Middlesbrough, obviously, well used to been in the Premier League. But a Coventry-Luton playoff final. Mm. Like, there's no team that sums up more... Premier League, pre-Premier League era than Luton. Yeah. Relegated the summer it starts. Mick Harford in the sand last night, still looking exactly as he looked 30 years ago. Uh, And I don't know if you saw the end end of the game where uh, Sunderland are... It's funny, most of the Sunderland fans seem quite calm about the fact that they didn't win and they're not getting promoted, that maybe it's a little bit too early for them, that for once the club is... Progressing right. in a proper manner and give it time, and next year maybe they'll be back. But um, they're pushing and pushing for an equaliser, and the keeper goes up. They think the ball's going out of play. The keeper stays up. Ball doesn't go out of play. They've got a three on one break with no goalkeeper, and your man puts it wide. He butchered it. Oh, I've never wanted the team to come up the other end and score more than Sunderland. He'd have been killed. But uh, Luton, capacity about 11,000. Obviously, everyone's shown the photos of the entrance to the ground. This could be a Premier League ground. It's not that dissimilar to. Loftus Road, Queen's Park Rangers ground, who were in the Premier League, yeah. you know, very, very tight. Your the camera angle is right over the dugout. Like Bournemouth of twelve thousand, it'll be all right. Yeah, they'll be fine. Uh, it, is it just on the basis of lone players? No, no, no. They've obviously got a good manager, uh, Dave Edwards, who's you know, former Wolves players um, in there. Um, Rob Edwards, isn't it? Or Rob Edwards, sorry, Rob Edwards. Um, <coughs> so. Yeah, there's obviously a, a quality, and you know we probably look at promoted sides differently now over the last couple of years. That generally go, to, they're going to go straight down. Like most mm-hmm. of them, come up, have a good game plan, well season. organized, and then get a season. And then it's dependent on the level of investment they get in. It was a 2011 or 12. They were in the they were in the non-league. Mm. Like they have some rise, and even when Nathan Jones left last year, you're thinking this team's going down. Like they're they're going one way, but uh, Jesus. What Rob Edwards has done is outrageous. OTB AM with Gillette Labs. Get the ultimate shave or your money back. Neon Night Edition available now.